Okay, welcome everybody to Conversation with a Cancer, episode 10. I am your cancer, and today I got a special guest who's already been on the podcast, but you haven't seen her face, but you heard her voice. I had to bring her back because this is one of my aces, one of my... This is the definition of somebody when you say you're ride for somebody, we ride for somebody. Like, I actually don't talk to someone because she doesn't like her. So that's what I mean by, because <laughs> if you ride for somebody, you ride for somebody. So everybody say hello to Ashley. Ashley, say hello to the people. Hey, people. All right, all right. So first and foremost, how are you today? I'm blessed. That's, you know, good. Alive. Here. I know that's right. Because people be here today, gone tomorrow. So, you know, you were on my very first, first episode yes. and I messed up the recording of it. So I always been trying to figure out a way to bring you back on and I figured it out and we are back and I think we should just get right into it. So I have a bunch of questions that we're going to go over and talk about, but more importantly, um, I just feel like you and I have such great chemistry and we love talking to each other because we always talk about a, a wide range of things. And, uh, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is like, you know, I something I've been thinking about, like when dating, because, you know, you're not dating, but I'm dating, you know, I'm out here in these COVID streets and whatnot. Um, expectations, you know, a lot of men, you know, sometimes we just looking for sex or we looking for companionship or we looking for friends or we looking for somebody we can hang with or just have similar interests with us. Some people are looking for women who just want to play video games. I don't know what that feels like, but um, <laughs> and then women, you know, they have different type of needs and wants. And my you know, my question is, to you: do you think women have higher expectations than men? Absolutely not. Mm -mm. Ah. <laughs> Because why it take me so long to commit? We be ready to find our man, our true love. Let's get married. It's not, it's not the women. It's the men. Okay, so here's here's my here's my standpoint on it. I don't know, you know, I don't know anything about marriage. However, I do think sometimes it do take men longer to commit because sometimes we are unsure. You know, it seems good on the surface, you know, and then. You get into it and then a woman changes or she's not the same person. And sometimes a man is just simply not ready. You know, y'all clock be ticking. You know how y'all have eternal clocks and y'all want stuff by a certain age. We don't necessarily think like that. We just, when we're ready, we're, we're ready. And so I don't know if our expectation is higher. Just we're, we're more patient in a relationship than a woman. And a woman wants it when she's ready. And I, women should be more patient because for me, let me see. I think women fall in love with the potential of a man instead of the reality of a man. And men don't do that. Men don't say, oh, this woman might have potential. Mm -hmm. They look at what she giving them right the point right there, like the reality. And women be like, oh, he could be a great man. And I could see the potential in him to grow to be this man that I want him to be. And I need us to stop doing that. I want you to look at that man. And if he's giving you the red flags, then red flags ain't going nowhere what it is he's showing you who he is not what he gonna be in 10 years so here's my problem with that why do women date men with potential and not men with actuality like like you said what's already there why aren't you why aren't you focusing on that why are you looking for well maybe he's gonna be this down the road what's wrong with who he is now it don't be anything wrong with who he is now Okay, so let's say, I'm going to use an example. Okay. So I started dating my significant other. I was 18. He was 21. Okay. So I fell in love with what I knew he was going to grow into instead of looking at who the hell he was in that moment. Back then, the man was a dog, okay? And I was chasing. I was running, like, <laughs> fighting people. Fighting girls, they're doing them doing the most. Mm. Instead of looking at who he was in the moment and showing me who he was then. I could have did something totally else with my life instead of chasing this man down. Because I knew one day he was gonna settle down and he was gonna be the one for me and forcing him to fit the image that I wanted in my life. So um 
I know that to be true because I've been chased by women before. And, and I, in my dog days, I wasn't trying to settle down. That's a tough thing because we don't realize, well, let me not say we, I didn't realize a good woman, what a good woman was until I got in my thirties. So in my twenties, in my teenage years, I probably missed out on some good things because I was ripping and running through the streets. So, but that brings me to my next question, like red flags, like, do people intentionally ignore red flags or red flags really red? I mean, like, do we really see something we know is wrong and we intentionally ignore it or just like, are we not sure what a red flag is? Like we've been told and what a red flag is and there's triggering things. Like how does a person know that there's a red flag or is it just your standards that let you know that that's not a red flag, that that's a red flag? I think we, um, but we're hoping from a women's standpoint of view we're hoping that we can change that in a person mm. so you just keep you keep giving chances and like it's just it don't you can't change a man a man gonna be a man you can't change the type of stripes it's just is mm. what it is mm. 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 i i agree that you can't you can't change the stripes but i mean so many people are always trying to paint it a different color too like a person is yeah. going to be who they're going to be. They're going to go through what they're going through and they're going to take you through those experiences with them. So and let me... And it's be women too. Oh. Women be flags. <laughs> Listen, I didn't, I didn't look over some flags that was like high as six flags, but I was just like, well, I just want to ride the roller coaster. So I went on the roller coaster anyway, knowing I shouldn't have been at that amusement park. So let me ask you this about for a flag. Is there a difference between being triggered and red flags? And... Are there red flags that you can overlook because of the things you want in that man? Oh, everybody has triggers. So it just depends on the level of the, the red flag. Mm -hmm. Like I know I can push your button, so I'm provoking you. <laughs> but you can be able to help yourself to a certain extent where that red flag ain't going to make my eye black. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm gotta be it's a give and take yeah i agree with that i feel like at my age now at 36 like if i notice a red flag i gotta speak on it because i'm not yeah i know i look good don't drink a lot of water let me drink some water right now <laughs> let me <see. laughs> but <laughs> yeah yeah listen I know that there's things that I just won't accept. However, I know there's some things you have to talk about. Like I told you about the woman with, you know, who wanted me to be taking care of her and her kids. Like I got out of there immediately. Like I can't be taking care of no grown woman and her teenage kids. What do you think this is? Like, don't get me wrong. You can cook. You nice to me. You know what I'm saying? But we were asking for a bit much for us just getting to know each other. Like we ain't even six months, a year into you talk about month two. do what now by your kids. What? But anyway, like that was a big flag that I couldn't ignore, but little flags, you know, like, yeah, maybe this person has got some, some personal issues going on. Maybe I should let them resolve that. But at the same time, you're like, this person is giving me what I want presently. Maybe I should just be along for the ride. But, I don't know. Red flags are funny. Red flags are funny to me. I think everybody has their, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The breaking point when it comes to things like that. And like you said, you were chasing him, hoping he would turn into the man that you foresaw in your mind. And you was, you know, out here fighting women. I just, listen, I, I've seen some women do some crazy hey, things. 20s, okay? <laughs> listen my uh oldest daughter mother broke her wrist because she drove to where i was living in these apartments one time without telling me and i was outside with another girl so she drove past and saw us and i was young i think it was like i don't know 17 or something like that but she saw me and she got mad and she punched her windshield and i'm like why would you just randomly come over in the first place but and why would you punch your windshield like that's crazy but you know, in her mind, who she thought I was, or actually, who I really am. You know, so right. I agree with you. But 
She didn't know none of the red flags that I was sending up. I was shooting them up like flare guns. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> she, she was just ignoring them. So I completely understand about that. And it does get complicated when you have a child with that person. Like, but this was then yo yo your mommy and your daddy issues that you want to have your your family together, and mm-hmm. that opened up a whole another can of worms. Yeah, this was definitely before we had a child. Before I even shot the club up or nothing like that. This was, I want to say, <laughs> almost a whole maybe a year or something before, but. And I should have known better, known better, and not been messing with someone that crazy. But I was attracted to crazy women back then. The crazier, the better, in my opinion. Like I thought that was the bee's knees at seventeen. Like, oh, you crazy? Oh, I know what you about. But it took me a long time to get past that stage of crazy women. <laughs> oh, man. A little, little, little crazy. Just a little. Nah, you got to be at least. Five eight percent crazy. That's all I'm accepting. I can't even give you double digit crazy no more. I can't do that. Five to eight percent. That means you control, and it only will come out if I push you there. I don't want just sporadic crazy like we in the kitchen, and I don't got no mustard, and you mad because you want mustard on your burger. What type of person make a burger that have mustard? Like, I don't want that type of crazy. I remember this time I asked him to go get a bottle of ranch, and you know how I feel about my ranch. He ain't come back with no ranch, okay? <laughs> a whole, a whole crazy moment. I'm not that toxic no more. <laughs> not over some ranch, though. <laughs> him to go give me some ranch, and he don't come back with no ranch. We gonna be <laughs> having a problem. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Oh my goodness. Oh man. So, okay. So you and I have. A good friendship. I talk about this all the time. I tell this to people like you and I are one of the few people that I've never had any problem with any beefs, any disagreements to the point where we feel like we needed a break from each other. You and I just always had a friendship and it grows. But we all know in friendships, sometimes friendships have that defining moment that comes out and it's bad and it makes you like feel a certain type of way about a person. And it's something I had to learn. I'm pretty sure you had to learn. Do you think friendships recover from a bad defining moment? I think covered, um, but it's a difference. Mm. It's, I don't think it's the same. Only because I recently got back cool with one of my like long-term friends. Mm-hmm. And we fell out because I didn't like the things they posted on social media. Like, for example, they'll say, I wish I had real friends, but never reaches out to nobody. So I finally said something. And then it, it, we got in a whole big argument. We stopped being friends for like two years. But now that we're back friends, I can tell it's different. Well, it's different for me. I don't know about for them. Mm-hmm. Definitely- hey, I would just like to say, if I saw one of my close friends say something like that, I would ooh, I would feel some type of way. Right. Like, And they couldn't mean? understand why I was so mad. Like, and even, and he, right, even if you didn't mean it, why would you say it on your social media knowing there's a possibility I will see it? Right. They was looking for attention. And I yes. was, that's that post for attention. And you and got it. Right. Man, that's crazy. That would, you know, that would bother me. Like, thinking about it, I would, that would bother me. Like, if I saw you say something like that, I would definitely text you, like, first, what's wrong with you, too? Why didn't you call? Like, why didn't you say something? Right. Like, yeah, I would definitely feel some type of way about that. But for me, I think, like you said, it's it's different. It can't be the same friendship anymore because now I know you're capable of whatever happened, happened. And I feel like, not that there's not any trust there because I wouldn't be friends with you if I didn't trust you. But now I'm on thin, you're on thin ice with me. Like the probably something little now can probably break the camel's back because I'm on thin ice with you about that. And I don't know, like... I'm pretty good with having people in my life that I know I won't go through situations like that. Like, I'm pretty sure if me and you had a difference of opinion, we would talk it out. Like there would be no backlash or blasting each other on social media. It would be just a conversation because one thing I know about you, you're going to, you're going to speak your piece. You will speak your piece. <laughs> you're going to say exactly what you need to say. I'm about to call you up. Yeah. I don't, 
Yeah, I don't do that social media stuff. I try to just mind my business. I had a discussion with this uh, chick that I'm talking to, and she, this woman, let me not call her chick, she was like, so why you don't follow nobody on Instagram? So I had to explain to her, like, look, I don't like following people on Instagram because all the people I know that's on Instagram is people I'm friends with other social media or I know personally, so I don't need to follow them. And I said, most of the time I'm on Instagram is to look at something funny or be a pervert. I don't need to follow nobody to look at something funny and be a pervert. Like, let me go be a pervert, come off that page, go look at something funny, show my friends, and then get off of it. Like, I don't have, and they was like, well, if you're not going to follow me, uh, I'm not going to follow you. Okay. Like, <laughs> you know, people take that following stuff serious. And I can understand, you know, it's a, it's now become a, how can I say it? it's It's become part of people's mentality. You know, that's how they, go about their day you know so i mean i couldn't imagine i don't like how people decide what level of friendship you guys are on based off social media like if i'm not liking enough pictures not really your friend like that's weird like come on now i agree with that like um i don't know if me liking someone picture is a is something i would do like I mean, I've commented on some of your pictures because I I wasn't expecting to see that picture. So I, you know, I always big you up. But that that's because me and you tight. We're close like that. But somebody else, I might look at that picture and be like, oh, that's nice. And keep it moving. And I never know that I looked at it, you know. So I guess it just depends on your level of closeness to someone. But like you said, don't define how we are as friends off of social media because of social media. Like we're not really friends if it's based on our social media interaction. Right. But, you know, people crazy. They out here crazy, 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 crazy. So you and I were texting about this a couple of days ago. And uh, I had to think about how I wanted to ask you this and how I've been in this situation with being friends with someone for a long time over someone you met that you know in a short period of time. Does that make them uh, better friends or something like that? And I was just having to think, like, have I ever had that? And I'm close to a lot of people. And then I have people that I've known since the sixth grade that I barely talk to. Like, I have a friend that I've known since the sixth grade, and we keep up with each other, but I don't talk to him every day, you know. And it's hard to catch up on everything when you do talk because you're like, I don't feel like telling you everything. You know, I talk to you again in another two or three months, you know. So, so to answer the question, I do think you can be closer to someone that you know in a short period of time over someone you know in a long period of time. However, I think the person you know over a long period of time is probably closer in your heart though, because you wouldn't still be friends with someone for a long period of time if you don't care about them, you know, the long way, you know, like, um, I'm trying to think of somebody we both know. Oh, shoot. Who we both, okay. Uh, uh Natasha we both know Natasha right yeah we know Natasha on a shirt on a short term you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying but opposed to someone you know since high school you know you probably keep up with them you don't talk to them every day but in your heart you're like yeah that's my friend but Tasha we cool you know we we talk to Tasha we see Tasha is gonna be what's up all love but that's just somebody who's recent in your life and so they probably have something more defining going on in your life because recently y'all were just at the bar drinking my ties. And now all of a sudden that friend that you known since high school is calling you like, so I've come ever seen you in a while. You're like, girl, I don't know. I'll, I'll be in the house, but really it's like, I, I don't talk to you like that. So I don't know. What do you think? I think, I don't know. That's a hard one. Hmm. I think if we're friends, like a high school friend or whatever, like you, I don't think they'll be closer to my heart than my more recent friend. Cause mm. yeah, we cool, but if we not kicking it, we kind of on the terms of associate, not really friends. Like I know you, we was cool growing up, but there's mm. a difference mm -hmm. than somebody I'm cool with meeting in my adult life. Mm -hmm. Like say my one of my high school friends, uh, best friends, called me and said, "I need fifty bucks." I'm like, "Girl, I ain't got it." No, and then when I probably got fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but, if, 
But if it's one of my friends that I kick it with on a regular basis and they call me and say, I need to borrow $50, I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to send it to you versus somebody, I don't know, you know. So let, mm-hmm. so let me ask you this then. So is there an expiration date on friendship for you? Like, do you feel like if you don't talk a long period of time that we're no longer friends or can someone be your friend as long as you've known them and just not be in contact with them? I wouldn't say they're no longer my friend, mm-hmm. but there's, he- I will hesitate to show up for them. Like, mm. okay. So say, so say this friend only invites me places because uh, let me give me give an example. Okay. <laughs> so they only invite me to their big stuff, like stuff you need to bring a gift to, mm-hmm. housewarming party or birthday party. But they don't let me come over for a girls' night. I'm not the invite to your small personal group when you having small intimate things. But when you need me to show up for your wedding or your your kids' birthday parties or stuff like that, where you're expected to bring something, mm-hmm. we're not friends like i'm just a, a filler i feel like oh. it was cool. but you know i wouldn't say you're not my, my friend we never fell out on bad terms but i'm a filler like i'm feeling mm. the space mm. i didn't think about it like that yeah i i guess because i don't kick it with nobody i don't want to kick it with so i never expect people to uh randomly want to kick with me that i don't talk to but that makes perfect sense like you want me at your wedding and your birthday, but you having a little kickback at your house and I don't know about it, but I can see, I can see the pictures and hear about it. Yeah. Like, I, yeah that's weird. Like, don't, don't do that. Mm, like mm. stuff, I should be able to come to the small stuff. Right, right, right. And you know, people always want to pretend like they care about you when they're in your face. And then when they're not in your face, they don't, you don't hear from them no more. So I, right. I don't know. I guess I just, because the friends that I have, I try to keep in touch with them and keep up with them. So the friends that I grew up with, if we talk, we talk, but I still consider you a friend just because we haven't done anything not to be friends. But that makes perfect sense to what you're saying, because uh, a lot of people that I've known since middle school and high school, they don't invite me nowhere. They don't vibe me nowhere, but if they see me, how you doing? What's been going on? We need to catch right. up. Like, you could have just, because in this day and age, it ain't hard to find somebody. That it we, ain't. We, we somewhere on some social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, like, I don't know what else is out there, but we can be found. Do you think it's because of social media we still consider these people friends? If they didn't have it, would you know or see anything? Or would they even think to invite you to anything? Well, I'm not on, like I said, I don't follow anybody on Instagram and I'm not on Facebook, so I can't see anyway. So I just, if I speak to you, that means we have a relationship relationship to where we want to keep in touch. Now, as far as me inviting me to things, I just, I don't, I won't be upset that I wasn't invited to something, but don't tell me about it. Like I should have been there. Like, that's what I don't like. Like, oh man, it was a good time. You would have loved it. I, if you'd have known, I would have loved it. I would, you should have loved to invite me, but right. um, yeah, I, I just don't, you know me, I really don't, I don't really care, but I do want to make sure that a person that I've known for that period of time can always reach out to me if they want to, because we don't have any reason not to. Now, if we don't have each other's number, that's different. But if we have each other's number, you can always just say hi. Like I've been randomly checking on people like, you good? You you staying away from that COVID? You got that 19? You know, but <laughs> but other than that, like, yeah, I don't listen. I think social media has helped people realize that you might've been corny with, even with social media, like, you know, and you trying to be something online that you're not in real life. And I can see that because, you know, once Trump got elected, you started seeing a lot of people that you thought you was cool with show who they really are. Like, oh, shit. Like, then we just had tacos the other day and you hate you hate 
you hate people now? Like, shit, I had no idea. We went to have tacos last week. Like, I, right. you know, we all had to cut people off that we didn't know that was like that until that started happening. So I think for me, I would like, I would like to say that I kind of hold them in the same regard, but somebody that I talked to more recently, like you said, I'm going to be more inclined to invite that person to something small, big, just me and you, you know, um, I like to go to the movies with you and your people's doing. Y'all want to go to the movies, stuff like that. So I just never thought about it like that. Don't invite me to the small stuff, but need me at the big stuff. That's really good. That's really good. Like that's mm -hmm. that's crazy. Cause crazy. I can't, yeah, cause I remember that's to me. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that kind of hit me. I'm trying to just go through like, damn, that's that's really is. Because I remember, you know, both of your kids had a party. I mean, a birthday party. And I made sure I got them some, dropped something off, even if I didn't stay. Because me, you talk all the time. Like, what type of person would I be if I didn't show up at least for a couple of minutes or whatnot? So you're absolutely correct. I'm going a, I'm to a be mindful of that. Like, oh, you didn't invite me to that? Oh, what? shit. Yeah, I'm going to be mindful of that. Because that has happened to me before. And I just shrugged it off, but I will remember that. Yeah. Gotta watch, man. Yeah, stop talking about what we should be doing instead of why aren't we doing it. Right. Yeah, but I don't know, but you know. So I want to talk to you about something funny too, also. So as I told you earlier, I am 36. And, you know, I'm I'm not saying that I'm too old. But in the general consensus of, in my mind, of what I think of things, is there an age limit or a, a, a time in your life when you're too old for booty calls? And then I will explain to you why I'm asking you this, but what do you think of that? No. If no? it's still work, you should still get some. <laughs> okay, so... Do I think I'm too old for booty calls? Absolutely not. But I do think as I'm going up in age, like... I don't want to be coming to your house when you getting out the club. Like, I I, I like to be rest, you know, six, seven, eight hours. I, I don't want to be waiting around at 2 a.m. till you get done knowing that I'm going to be in the house watching reruns of Martin on BET. Like, that, that doesn't work for me. Like, you might not be the one for me. So, in my mind, I feel like at a certain point in life, you can't, I shouldn't be waiting for a certain time to get some. And I don't mean like a woman can't tell me when it's time for me to get some. What I'm saying is I shouldn't have to wait to one or two o'clock in the morning. Like, I feel like if you want some, let's get it in when we both free. I don't want to wait till the club out and you smell like a half bottle of Hennessy like that. That ain't rocking for me. <laughs> that ain't rocking for me like I like you think it is. That might be cool the first time. Maybe a second time if you catch me off guard, but nah, not three or four times. But so that's what I think, like. I think at a certain point, certain booty call hours become unacceptable based on your life. I agree with that. I didn't think about the hours. I didn't think about that. Yeah, because I wouldn't want to be fighting in nobody's it's don't wake this, don't wake my baby up. I don't <laughs> listen. I listen, if I come over your house, you're on it, it may not be what you think it's gonna be. I'm just letting you know, I might just want to give you a little rest first. Like, can we just do it in the morning? I'll lay next to you, rub your back or something, you know. Right. <laughs> I'd have done my day. But... At some point in time. It's been a long time since I did booty call, so I'm not. <laughs> a little rusty on what it is. They call it sneak links now. Like, what the fuck is a sneaky link? What? Anyway. I never heard of that. They <laughs> call it a sneaky link. They call them sneaky links. Whatever. I don't want no sneaky links, no booty calls. <laughs> a sneaky link. What is wrong with the youth? Like, what's wrong with just saying booty call? I don't, I don't know. Oh. They always turn something into nothing. That is an unnecessary term for sex, like a sneaky link. <laughs> like, that sounds bad. Like, we going to sneak and get in. Maybe we shouldn't be sneaking, but what can I say? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's crazy. Look, the game is rough. Me and my homies talk about this a lot. The game is rough out here. Like, I just, sometimes I don't want to go through the whole ups and downs and 
trials and tribulation it takes to um, deal with that because some, certain things like that is it's rough. Like I'd have had times where I had to sneak in some woman's house where she wanted me to wake her kids up or come through the back door or don't drink my kids juice on your way out. Like I'm thirsty. I need something to drink. I'm parched. Like I done snuck in here and tiptoe like I'm a animaniac. Let me at least have some juice on the way out. But yeah, that that's for the birds. You know, one time, one time a lady told me like, no, you can't shower because it's going to wake my kids up. I said, the water in your room, wake your kids up two rooms over. Like what type of hearing your kids got? Like, you can't shower. So I'm like, well, I'm sweaty. She was like, you just got to lay there. So I went home. Like, she got mad at me. Like, I look, I'm sticky. I understand it's your bed. That's what you prefer. But I'm not about to lay with you and I'm sweaty. But yeah, I think booty calls at a certain age become, um, you got to start changing how you deal with people, how you reflect on things like that. But you know, that's just me. That's the- yeah. Now, now that we done talked about it, <laughs> <laughs> or it's coming and sneaking through nobody else. I don't want to go in no strange neighborhood. I never been in at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, just you see that house in the back with a broken window. Yeah, that's me. Wait a minute, who gonna come to the car and get me? Like, I can't right. just be rolling up in your neighborhood. Don't like, worry. Nine times out of ten, people gotta get up and go to work the next morning. Yeah, we, <laughs> we can't stay out until five o'clock and get up and be at work at eight. Right. Yeah, I used to have appointments with the woman, but it was right after I got off of work. So sometimes I would go home and shower. I'll shower her place, but it was like nine thirty. You know, I I could do that. I could shower, come lay down, get it in, be sleep before uh the Tonight Show come on. I'm cool with that. You know, my body old. Oh, it needs rest and some Gatorade. You know, I don't. I can't just be out here all willy nilly no more. But yeah, that's, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. So. Speaking of booty calls and age-appropriate things, do you feel like that? Uh, I'm scared of what you about to say. <laughs> do you feel like that who we are now in our lives is a um, is a reflection? of the music that we grew up on because I'll be just noticing these kids really be living, trying to live out these lyrics nowadays. Right? It's weird. I don't think we knew that like music was music. I don't think, I don't know. Mm -mm. Don't give me, I like the new, this new music, Mm -hmm. but uh, these poor children. I just... Mm. The reason why I asked that, because I was thinking, like, my favorite rap song of all time is Hey by Crucial Conflict. Smoke a hay in the middle of the barn. Never in my wildest dreams did I actually try to go smoke hay <laughs> in the middle of a barn. But these kids out here, like, right. I'm not going to say who the kid is, but he was listening to some music I never heard of, and I'm like, who is that? He's like, you don't know what this is? You crazy, man. We all out here on this perk in this lane. I said, who is all the way? Like, but that's not when they're drinking lean and doing perk and all that become lean. That's weird. I wanted to try lean a couple of years ago because I was just so intrigued by the idea of how lean was made. Because I didn't know how lean was made. I just thought it was a drink. I'm like, wait a minute. Y'all putting cough syrup in a Sprite bottle with Sprite and Jolly Ranchers and you yeah. drinking it. And you're not shaking it. You're turning it upside down so it'll liquefy and melt the, the job. I, this is weird. Like, I, I kind of want to taste this. And then people was dying from it. People, you know, going into shock and falling asleep for like 10 hours. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't drink this. Like, that was that was crazy for me. Like, right. I don't know if I ever wanted to uh, do anything outside of it. I never wanted to gangbang because of music. Um, music perpetrated a lot of stereotypes for sexual things that I think I tried to follow, but even still, I didn't do it because of the music, just stuff that I heard that I was like, oh, maybe I need to be into, but these kids, no, they these tight jeans and the colorful hair and the shirts they be wearing. Because I'm scared for my daughter. I don't know which, these kids get growner every 15-year-old looking like they're 31. People think I'm a kid. 
Really? Yes. They be like, "How old are you?" I'm like, "31." They be like, oh, "I didn't even." <laughs> you look like you're 19. Like, no. Wow. <laughs> I'm 30. Mm, I mean, your son is getting up there. Ain't gonna be out here with the tight jeans pretty soon. <laughs> He'll be like, Dad, man, I just did you take me to the mall so I so I can get one of them one of them shirts with the holes in the back. No, I'm not gonna ready. Listen, I can't wait because I can just hear your voice now. Like, you ain't about to wear that out the house. He's like, Mom, just 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 let me just let me wear these jeans that don't fit my niece cap show in them. I can't wait. I mean, um, the boy, I still gotta pick out the boy's clothes, man. Oh, okay, you good then? He ain't dressed this stuff. Not yet. You still got years though. He's eight or nine, right? He nine. He'll he be nine. Mmm, that's a good age. Ten I is keep a good telling age. him once a girl notice him, like once, and she say something about what he wearing, he gonna change, and he be like, "No, nah, no, I'm not. I don't care." I'm like, "Mm-hmm." Soon as that first girl you like. Mm-hmm. It happens to us all. I tell my uh, eight-year-old nephew all the time, like, just brush your hair. Like, he be like, he don't want to brush his hair. Don't have to explain to him, like, just wait till girls start liking you. And he be like, yeah, I don't like no girls. I'm like, all right, what am I gonna say? That boy, and you seen this fro, man? Nappy is all get out. <laughs> I was like, is he growing his hair out? That was crazy. I ain't never seen yourself with so much hair. But you said you, you said they're both growing their hair out, right? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Well, let them live. They try to be great. I am. I'm trying to give. I don't. I don't like the growing out stage. Mm. I just like clean cut. I don't mind you if you already have the hair. Mm. I do the from a cut to. I can't do it. Mm. I mean, how how long are you gonna let his hair get? Uh, he lucky it, it's COVID and we ain't really doing <laughs> and he ain't got to be seen because boy. You would have had him cut it already? I want to cut it now. Mm. I'm making mm. him get a lineup because we're going to cabins next week. And he got he gotta get a lineup. He can't come. He can't come with me. Speaking of that, let's talk about this cabin. So are y'all staying in Ohio cabin or are you going to PA for the cabin? We're going to Hocking Hills. Oh, I wanted to go down there and hike. I heard that's real nice. They got a real nice trail. You look like don't look like I'm gonna be hiking. Well, I hope not. It's, cold. it's gonna be cold as hell. <laughs> like hiking nowhere. <laughs> they talking about sitting outside for the bonfires. I don't know. It's too cold. Mm-hmm. I look out the window. Y'all sit out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, so have you ever been to a cabin before? No, and I'm I'm normally I normally stand on that that I don't do cabins because I watch too many scary movies. I don't want to get hacked up. I want to home. It's and we already probably not gonna have service. Ain't no Wi Fi. What What am I supposed to do? What, hey, what am I supposed? Y'all got a cabin with no Wi Fi? Yes, they got a cabin with no Wi Fi. You know y'all black, right? <laughs> y'all need to have nine one one on standby. I'm hurt. Wow. So, I got some cabin questions because you know I don't. I've never been to a cabin, so like. How many people can fit into this cabin? I mean, it, they come in different sizes. Right, but the one y'all got, how many people? But the can... one we got fits 18 people. Oh, oh, okay. 18. Okay. How How is uh, people going? Do you know all 12 of these other people? I I know, yes. I've been around them before, yes. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure. Cause... I know some more than others, but right. I've been around them at least once. Okay. Are you excited for the cabin? I am. Do are you, So, have y'all planned out what you're going to do when you get to the cabin, or y'all just going to wing it just when we well, get we down there? Games and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's for um, Stephanie's boyfriend's birthday, so we're going to be celebrating him. Okay. Lots of liquor. Mm. Good food. So uh, it's going to be some adult content. Adult content. No oh. kids. Are- no oh. kids. Mm. I can't wait to Couple, hear the story. Some, some couples. It's going to be some single people there. So mm. that's interesting. Mm. Let me find out. It's a swingers cabin. What's going on? <laughs> I ain't swinging with nobody. <laughs> Oh man, 
I can't wait till you get back so I can ask you questions. I know that's going to be hilarious. Okay, all right. So to be honest with you, I didn't know. I just know I heard you two talking about it. So I just thought like maybe it's going to be a couple of y'all, but 18 of y'all, that's that's interesting. I'm, I'm going to have my mask. I told Stephanie, I'm like, I'm having my mask on the whole time. I'm not fooling with y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing saw wipes and my Lysol spray because I don't know these people. Right, I'm, right. I don't know how well they clean or don't clean. I got to wipe my area down. And y'all going to be eating in the same common space. So, yeah, that's that's definitely. Wow. That's great. I really, I told myself this year I'm going to just do stuff. Um, my homies just asked me, did I want to go to Top Golf? And I said no because I don't golf. But then I thought about it, I'm like, man, I should I should probably tell them I want to go. I should just go. But at the same time, that's not something I enjoy. Like me, I just want to go to experience. But see, I've always heard that it's nice to experience, but then I know two people who got COVID going to Top Golf. So now I'm like, ooh, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm I'm already just it's a deterrent for me. Like, yeah, I don't ever want to do this anymore. Mm. but definitely when you get to hiking hills take some pictures so i can see because i'm definitely gonna go in the summer to go down there and hike i'm gonna go like a a friday night come back a sunday they got pools and stuff it and and i think it's like ATVing out there i would like to go in the summer yeah it's 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 big like when i was gonna go to some outside i'm just gonna wake up one saturday and drive down there like it was booked i'm like damn this must be really something. So I looked it up online. Like I didn't look it up online before and oh. all the stuff that got down there, the six to eight mile hikes and the ATV, these big old rocks that people come there and see, they have all these restaurants and they had, I think they had a bed and breakfast. I'm not sure, but I was like, Hocking Hills is a place for me. Yeah. That's so don't get lost when you go down there. And if you, if you hear something that sounds like a bear going house, cause they <laughs> do got them down there. I heard they got bears in Hocking Hills. You better be careful. Oh, man, I'm going to be in the house most of the time. I don't, I don't play with the cold. I'm not. I mean, we're going to have and a... F- jacuzzi because of COVID. They talking about sitting in the jacuzzi. I don't want to do that. I don't, don't want to do it. I mean, like, is they going to clean the jacuzzi first in front of y'all and then pouring the water on? But still, I, like you said, you don't, don't know. know the people. You don't know them people. I'm not sitting in that jacuzzi. Mm. Make sure you spray the beds down when you get there too. Spray the bed down. My lights on, and I'm not. I'm sorry, I'm not sharing with everybody. Is I'm I'm gonna share with Stephanie, but the folks is on their own. It's my lights on. I'm gonna spray my bed. I let Stephanie spray her bed, but that's it. Y'all know hard to get a lights on. Um, Mm -hmm. I I I hope. uh, I hope. Jeff tell us people like, yeah, bring your own lights or bring your own wipes, bring your own washcloths and towels too. Like y'all just don't know. Like yeah, I'm definitely bringing my own washcloths and towels because I, like I said, I don't know these people. Mm, I couldn't imagine, but I do want to do a cabin. Like I think my family's doing a cabin, but I think they're doing it in a different state. So I don't know. I have to check in on it, but still like that worries me being around people. I haven't been around. Like I think about that stuff all the time. So I mean, I try to stay around the same people I see on a daily basis. Right. Um, the only thing that I do that I can admit to is I wear my mask into the gym, but I take it off when I work out. That's the only thing I do that I probably shouldn't be doing, but I don't want to wear my mask while I'm working out. But other than that, I wipe the machine down before I use it. And I wash my hands before I start and when I leave. So, I, th- you know, I'm trying to be as safe as possible. I don't see how people wear masks when they're working out. I could breathe in the mask when I'm just walking. So I can't imagine trying to work out in a mask. Well, it's not really difficult to work out in a mask because they have masks before COVID even, before we even had a pandemic that you could work out in. It's just, I think the masks that are tighter on the nose and the masks that are looser over the mouth, I think is fine, but... Um, I just, I just, I'm uncomfortable when I work out, when I wear it, like, I feel like it itches, I sweat in it, or I might, it makes me sneeze. And it's nothing worse than sneezing into your mask that you have to keep on your face. I find that so, I'll be in the store, I'll be like, oh, I gotta keep this bitch on, I can't even cover my mouth. So, yeah, I hate that. I really do dislike that. So, getting back to the theme of things we're talking about, last time we had you on, we talked a little bit about politics. So, let's get, let's talk a little bit more about that, because we are adults and we're supposed to have adult conversations. So 
Trump is gone and Biden and Harris is in. And the big thing nowadays are stimulus. Like I've never seen so many stimulus come out and it's supposed to be more stimulus. Did I send you the article today? No, you didn't. I'm so sorry. It was about getting 1500 to 2000 and then for each kid you get 350 a month i'm like wait a minute okay cha-ching right. <laughs> and you got two of them things so that's that's 700 oh that'll be nice so i was like man they are i don't know what biden's trying to do but if you're gonna be sending out 350 a month per kid like people gonna rack up but then he said you have to qualify for it so you know, they're going to make it some type of difficult stimulations and stipulations and stimulations. Under a certain bracket, income bracket, but. Yeah, we we should qualify. We're in a certain income bracket already. Like, yeah, we ain't, yeah. We, we ain't making no 100K, you know what I'm saying? We ain't oh. donating a uh, United Way or nothing. So we definitely qualify. Well, I don't qualify because I pay child support. My kids don't live with me, so. Money don't come to me. It just goes out. <laughs> but so how are you feeling about the stimulus and what's currently going on with pandemic and the new president's transition in? What is your thought process on things like that? I, you know, I'm for the stimulus. I think, especially in the beginning, that very first one, I would have, I don't think I would have made it. It would have, it was, I needed that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad they're coming for people because I know it's people that's way worse off than me. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad they're giving them out. Um, I just don't want people get lazy and get dependent on it. It should be extra. And then you should also be doing something with it, not just spending it. I I believe people are just you know, people are lazy. People always want handouts and things given to them. And so when they hear free money's coming, they, they so gung ho to get it that they're not, like you're saying, doing anything else to bring in that income as a person who's never gotten a stimulus because I've had child support. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not going to get none of them. I'm not allowed to because I pay child support because you know, that's wrong. Cause Mark got his, and you know, I got him on child support, but you know what? I think because uh, y'all in the same house, though. Uh uh-uh. uh, not not per the government, not no no sir. Wait a minute, y'all. Wait a minute. Is he using a different address than the address he currently said? Yes, sir. Because <laughs> <laughs> he that's how I get food stamps. Well, they're his they're his food stamps, but mm-hmm. I have the takes care of the kids half of the time. Got a, a written agreement. Mm. Go to his address, certain amount of time, and they gave him food stamps, and he got his stimulus. It was deposited to my account because I did his taxes last year for him, and I did I did give him his six hundred dollars. <laughs> Wait, why are you saying like that? I did give his. Because <laughs> you know some some baby mamas, you know, I, to me I'm a nice baby mama, okay? Because he do owe some back child support Jeez. for the time. He was uh, not present, but you know, <laughs> I made sure he got his money. <laughs> hey man, Mark, good people to me. I he make, he's funny man, but that was hilarious. I did give him his six hundred. <laughs> I didn't skim none off the top. You <laughs> know, I just gave it straight to him. <laughs> Oh, my God, you just skipped nothing off the top. I just gave him his money, huh? Mm-hmm. Did you give it to him in cash or did you cash app it? Well, it's still in my account. He told me to hold on to it, but I didn't spend none of it. <laughs> so he technically didn't get it there. You <laughs> offered it. Oh, it is. Okay, so I let him know it's in my account. Mm. And he, I asked him how he wanted me to give it to him in cash or you wanted me to cash it. And he told me to hold on to it so he won't spend it. And which is a bad idea because I had a bad problem with holding on money, but I have not touched it. I have not. I make sure I look at my and I subtract his money out of my money. (laughs) 
why don't you just put it in another account and it's just sitting there like add like a, a, a savings account and just put it over there if i mean you don't need to i'm being extra <laughs> i'm being extra because <laughs> that's so funny to me like i did his taxes and i gave him his 600 <laughs> first stimulus check even though it went to my child support card i did mm-hmm. give it okay i'm nice listen y'all y'all relationship works because y'all want it to work you know can nobody else get in the way of that it works because y'all want it to work i respect that that's that's just so funny that you said it like that like i i'm so i'm trying not to laugh again but that's so funny i gave him his 600 <laughs> Hey man, I'm just thinking of all the scenarios in the head in my head. Like if y'all got a fight, he's like, you know what, I'm out of here. And send me my six hundred dollars. <laughs> you like that? I said to your six hundred dollars. That is hilarious. But I'm glad that y'all able to have a type of conversation. Like you know what? No, I'd rather you hold on to it because I know I spend it. And you like you know what? I know it's yours, so I'm gonna let it sit there because I know I'm. I spend it so because you never know when that 600 might be needed and that's just good to know I mean I can go to the next buffalo dip or something like that right well no food stamps listen y'all living y'all need to come over for dinner a little good to my household (laughs) I kind of don't want to go away if they still gonna give out stimulus checks so the pandemic has been very beneficial to your household home I'm at home working. We all together. It's been nice. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, okay. So before we get out of here for the night, let's let's talk about what you and I have upcoming because my friend Ashley is going on the workout program. Oh, did, you yeah. your, did you do your squats today? I didn't. I'm going to do my squats today. So you wilder. You should have been doing your, squat, your squats. Now... Before we get into the workout program or what about that. So the goal is after you come back from the cabin, we're going to food prep and we're going to integrate more exercises to your daily routine to help you get to the the look that you want. Because we're not going to do BBL, you know, nothing like that. Lipo Lipo 360. Take some little chin right here a little bit. Wait, they don't take it from up here, do they? They take it from... You request them to take fat out of your chin. Oh, so I only thought, like, it was from your backside and things like that. I didn't know they'd take it from anywhere in your body. Mm-hmm. You got to pay extra, but... Oh, wow. Mm. I don't know. When I when I did uh, cryotherapy, they have a version of cryotherapy that helps you lose, like, your stomach fat. And you know me, mm-hmm. I'm big on trying to get abs, and I'm like, Hmm. But I didn't do it. That cry, that cryotherapy absolutely worked. Like I went in there one day when I was having trouble walking from a a terrible, like a hard leg day, like my leg days on Wednesday, it was a Saturday and I was still struggling to walk. I went in there. Probably my leg strength was probably like at a 20 or 30%. I came out of there. My leg strength was at like a 75. Like that's the three minutes and a cryotherapy really can heal your body. Like my legs felt great. And then they started healing the next day. So I was like, wow. And I went and hiked that same day anyway. Like mm-hmm. I was an idiot. I shouldn't have went hiking, but I felt so good after getting that cryo, but cryo worked. I, I tell everybody, if you can stomach being cold for three minutes, cause that first 30 seconds, you're going to think it's easy. You're like, this ain't nothing. And then when you start turning into sub zero for mortal Kombat, your whole perception changed. Like I started mm-hmm. doing Hulk Hogan face. I was in there like, <sighs> when the lady be like, just, just breathe. Don't lose your breathing. Come on. You got 30 seconds left. I'm thinking like this is taking forever, yeah. but if I could be cold for three whole minutes. You know, in my mind, I'm like, man, this ain't nothing. I ain't weak. Listen, she'll tell you. She'll be like, all right, it's about to get real cold. Okay, here it comes. And then it happens like the the uh, the, the smoke is just start coming up and your body would just freeze. And they give you gloves. Like, you can sit your arms up like this mm-hmm. on top. 
but I kept my arms down. Like I started moving like this in there. I was like, ooh, <laughs> like, cause I really thought I was gonna like pass out. Like I never in my life felt like I was gonna pass out. But that one day I thought I was gonna pass out. That's how cold it was. So mm. like, I definitely recommend it. But so the goal is still when you come back from cabin fever and stuffing your face full of marshmallows and Hennessy that we're gonna work on food prepping and exercise are you still of the mindset that that's what we're going to do yes okay this is my last drink ginger ale you still got my- that case huh you still got that case no. of ginger oh okay case yesterday <laughs> <laughs> it was a 24 pack right yeah i'll try to do it in my head so i was over at your house two no, weeks ago I was over your house two weeks ago, right? Not this weekend, but the weekend before. Yeah. So that's awesome. So you drank 24. Did you drink the whole case yourself? Or majority? <laughs> I think like maybe one or two, maybe. Wow. Okay. Things down. I'm not even going to lie. So let's just say you had 20. So you drank 20 ginger ales in almost 14 days. Mm-hmm. No, almost no. Was that seven days? No, nine days. I was over your house last you Saturday. Yeah, last Saturday days ago. So that's a week. So that's nine days. And nine that's days bad. you drink. You drank 20 ginger ale. <laughs> Did you open the case that day though? Was the case already open? No, already open. Okay. Okay. Still. So you know I what I on the 14th. <laughs> So you know what I told you, you got to give up. You got to give up the pops and you got to give up the ranch. Like you got to give it up completely. Like I I think you can have ranch on your salad, but it has to be like light ranch and you can't douse it in ranch. You can have some on the top, but even still, that's a lot. I don't know how I'm going to do the the ranch and the Alfredo sauce is going to be so hard for me. It's 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 supposed to be hard to get rid of it, and then after you you know you get rid of it, you won't crave it as much, and then when you have it, you're not gonna go crazy. I don't smoke weed. I I can't have a pasta. I can't have a ranch. I can't drink ginger ale. What what what's my vices like? What water with lemon? You can't have a Hennessy no more either. The what? You can't have a Hennessy no more either. Not even on the weekend. No, nah, no, nah, you got to cut that out for a while, like at least two weeks. You got to give me at least two weeks of clean eating. Oh at my least. God. You got to go. I tell you what. No liquor for two weeks. We'll we'll do this. Give me a week of clean eating, no liquor, no ranch, no Alfredo sauce, and then I'll let you have a cheap meal where you can have ranch and Alfredo sauce. You can even have a, a glass of Hennessy. But you can only have it with that cheat meal. Then we're gonna go back to regular. So that means like out throughout the day, one of those meals can be a cheat meal, not a cheat day, but a cheat meal. You got to work up to a cheat day. <laughs> you killing me? <laughs> we didn't even get started yet. <laughs> oh, that's so funny! Oh my goodness! Oh my god! BBL for a thousand. No, <laughs> no, okay. you. Hey, you six hundred dollars there. <laughs> oh my god! I hope Mark don't watch this. He gonna think I dislike him today. I don't dislike you, Mark. You cool people's man, but that was funny. I gave him a six hundred. Oh man! So when you get back from the cabin, we'll go over the foods you want to eat because I don't know which vegetables you like. I don't know. Oh. I got me an air fryer. There we go. That's going to, listen, I'm going to get you busy on the air fryer. Like, I cook a lot of stuff in the air fryer. But I got it this weekend. Mm. Did you get a big one or you got one that just got the pull-out drawer? No, it's big. It take up my whole little counter over there. Really? So you got a pull-down one. Well, it's a six-quart and the thing pull out, but the whole... Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, we I'm gonna give you some things you can have in there. You can basically cook everything in the air fryer. Everything. I'm gonna learn how to cook my steaks in there. Um I saw somebody cook chocolate chip muffins in there. I was like, you can put muffins in an air fryer. Mm. Yeah. So 
I'm definitely going to help you with that. And, uh, you know, I'll work out with you. Uh, you know, I can get you into my gym if you want to come for a couple of days, but we will get that down and we will figure out the best course of action going forward with that. Um, is there anything else we need to talk about before I let you go? Let me look at the list. No, we covered everything. Um, have a good time when you go to the cabin. Uh, I hope for the best. Hope it's fun, drama free, and everyone arrives there safely and no COVID anywhere. Right. Um, I don't know what the weather is in Southern Ohio. I'm, I'm assuming it's. I think it's supposed to snow that weekend. Because I don't know if it's close to Kentucky or anything like that. It's close to Columbus. It's not far from Columbus. Oh, yeah. Y'all y'all going to be cold. It's going to be cold. I think it's but, gonna be high 30s. Like Columbus, you know, the benefit of Columbus, they're not close to the lake at all. So they don't ever have that type of lake effect like we have here. But um, I'm assuming cabins are by some type of body of water. That's how I think about cabins. So y'all might get Thanks. some. Mm, interesting. Okay, okay. Well, all right. Well, thank you for coming back and doing another episode because you know I'm going to have you on another one when I reach 20. Um, okay. But I might have you on before then. Um, what's up? I can get ready to say to you. Uh, I forgot just that fast. I have something I want to say. I don't know. Oh, I will send you that article about the stim the stimmies. The stimmies. Oh. So you can read that and pay attention to that. So uh, I would like to tell you thank you very much for coming on. And I love you. And we got so many great things we're gonna do this year. You about to just really boss up. I ain't gonna put your business out there until we're ready to talk about it, but you're on your way to bossing up, and I'm gonna support yeah. you. Um I talked to Tina about doing some stuff for me. So thank you for that. Um, you know, I'm trying to make these moves also. So we on, we on a good trajectory. And uh, hopefully 2021 allows us to get out here and do what we need to do. Um, so I'll probably see you when you get back. I probably won't come see you before you leave. So, but once again, thank you very much for coming on my podcast, my ever-growing podcast. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. So, like I always do before I end all my podcasts, I tell everybody to eat more chicken and stay safe. And until I see you when you get back, I'm pretty sure we'll talk before you go. Uh, thank you very much. All right. Love you. See you later. All right.